0: Welcome into No One Asked Us. We are three weeks in a row, baby, after taking <laughs> a long time off.
1: That's called uh, Craig a and our, winning streak.
0: That's a winning streak right there. Craig and I are back. He's Craig Show. I'm Logan Lee. Uh, season two, I guess we're calling this, episode three of No One Asked Us. Uh, before we get into everything else, don't forget to follow us on our social media at no one Asked us pod he's at craig w Chote. i'm at the logan lee we're on facebook instagram and twitter uh, all that good stuff um, like share subscribe if you like what we're doing uh, you know give us a like give us a, a subscribe on youtube help the numbers um, let us know where you're listening to the show at too because i think those numbers are interesting we can see some of these numbers but i'm just curious like you know who's taking this in if people are listening to it for the whole thing do they like certain things we're talking about um, we obviously know it does well on YouTube, um, but I'm just curious about how some of this stuff works. So feel free to reach out to us and let us know how you're listening to this, what you like, what we're doing, uh, what you don't like, what you want us to change, because we're open to you know figuring this thing out. We're over a year into this thing and we're still kind of trying to figure out what works. So,
1: Craig, what's up, man? I mean, we're still just kind of talking into mic, so we don't have no, That's all we we have we do. no organization. <laughs> Is there? Are we supposed to do more? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm good. Uh I'm good. Uh nothing really else to add. I'm excited to be here, ready for football. Got a little taste of it on Thursday night and ready to dive fully in now. And
0: how much of the Hall of Fame game did you watch, Craig? Start to
1: finish. Really? Your your boy put money on the under. <laughs> <laughs> that went down with a blaze of glory. 30 and a half points. And I took wow. the under
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry to hear that in a, a preseason exhibition game. Uh, I don't know that I watched more than 30 seconds of that game, but uh, I'm glad I'm glad football is back. Uh, of course, it's it's the lifeblood of this of this uh, country. So uh, and I guess this podcast, because we tend to thrive during college football season. I mean, Um, we did
1: take three months off in the middle of summer (laughs) at the end of basketball. So, you know, I
0: think both of us, both of us would probably say uh, baseball is amongst our favorite things to watch and favorite sports to follow. But uh, yeah, the time that we should have been probably doing a show about baseball, we,
1: I could speak for myself. I didn't give, I didn't give a shit. So (laughs) (laughs) Now, if the Cubs and Cardinals were one two in the Central, we probably would have. Oh, yeah, absolutely. About, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. the
0: Cardinals have been good, the Cubs have not, and uh, yeah,
1: so and actually, foot- speaking of, I think we're going to lead the show off with baseball, right? After our first yeah. segments, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, football's here not go. here yet, so
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get into there. So, yeah, we'll talk C- cards, Cubs coming up. Um, some Things to talk about in the world of baseball, we'll get to uh, we'll talk a little Illini football as we get a little closer to the season starting. Uh, the coaches' poll did come out this today, I think it was yeah. today. Uh, so we will talk about that a little later too, plus some NFL stuff as we get a little, little further into the show. Uh, before we get started though, Craig, what caught your eye this
1: week? Uh, Logan, there are two sports that in a steel mine, uh, probably not. I, <laughs> I highly doubt this. There are two sports. <laughs> that okay. rarely get mentioned on this podcast and when they do their are both it's both it's by me both times do you know what those sports are golf that is one and
0: uh what's your other sport that you talk about soccer football, football.
1: football. yes for some reason this year i was more excited than ever that premier league soccer is back i think it's just because i know i have something to watch when i wake up from like when I wake up until football starts on Saturday because there's always a premier league game like Saturday or Sunday early morning. So that's my um, what caught my eye this week. Uh, the start of the English premier league season, Chelsea got a dub over Everton on uh Saturday, Saturday morning. So yeah, um, I'm excited for, for uh premier league to begin and i don't have a ton of hopes for chelsea i think they'll make the champions league top four in the premier league but i don't think they're gonna uh be better than man city or liverpool so um should be fun you should you should pick a team did you see you think shout out shout out andy olsen um i'm sure you follow him on twitter did you see the thread that he made
0: Mm, probably but refresh me
1: he is the guy that got me into it I was thinking about jumping on and then Chelsea signed Pulisic who is an American. So I was like, okay, I'll give it a chance. Uh, and I became a Chelsea fan. He sat next to me at WCA. So we would talk premier league all the time. He went through and he, uh, what's the word? He went through the standings last year from the premier league and gave you the equivalent of a college football team for that club. So okay. like one, yes, Man, I did see Man it. City, Man City was Alabama. They are just the top of the top. Their coach is getting kind of older, but he's just the best to ever do it. Uh, so there's there's them. And then Liverpool was I forgot who Liverpool was. Uh, someone, again, very good, had a little bit of a down spell, but are, are back right where they Georgia, I think Georgia back right on on top. And then three was Chelsea. Chelsea's like the Clemson of college football, where they've. He had some comparisons and stuff like that. So, um, if you're looking for a team, Andy Olsen gave you 20 different options. He did throw Illinois in there for Fulham, I because did see that, yes. Shad Khan owns Fulham uh, FC, so he's the only connection there. But if you're looking to get into Premier League, go to Andy Olson at WCI3Andy, and he might have a have a team for you. So, are you a, Ful- are you a Fulham fan? Is that what? Is that what we're working no. out? Now? No, I'll do <laughs> I'll do my research. I'll do my research. I'll come back to you with a team. Okay, he's an Aston Villa fan. That's yeah. his team. Him and Robert Rosenthal are Aston Villa okay. fans. So okay, all right. What caught your eye?
0: Uh, th- did you already talk about golf? No. Oh, I thought you said. There oh, I thought golf. you said you were going to have two things. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. Well, I, mean, I do I could have talk two-
1: golf because there's a lot of more live and PGA Tour stuff going on, but I'm not going to well, bore. That whole with live that. thing. I I had to text
0: you one day early on. I, I still don't <laughs>
1: understand what's going on with the live thing.
0: Uh, t- I do have two things. Um, one of them is also a sport that we don't talk about a lot about, uh, and this was five days ago. Nope, uh, UFC, track, track and field, track and field. Oh, John Davis, John Davis, John Davis, <laughs> former Illini yeah. and uh, Oakwood High School grad, uh, signed with uh, Adidas and Atlanta Track Club last week. So that was pretty cool. Uh, continuing
1: on his career as a professional runner, are we going to see him in the Olympics? I would think so. I would think so too, right? I think so. I don't, he I never mean, won a national title, though, did he? No, but he was. No, always but there. I think
0: he'll. I think he can get there. Yeah. Um, that that's pretty cool. Uh, happy to see him having a lot of success. Uh, he was always a, a fun time, interview.
1: So. It, Super smart kid. He's so yeah, just he's like so much smarter than everyone else. Like you would ask him a, just yeah. a softball question, and he would still sound like a mathematician. Of uh, the yeah. way he, the scientist, he, uh, the way he answered.
0: I mean, I'll never forget his like freshman, sophomore year. My dad was coaching him in cross country at Oakwood. And I went to some races and talked to the kid. It was just like, what is going on? Like as a freshman, some of the things he said was just incredible. Uh, But yeah, good for him. Good for John. Uh, The other thing, which we, you did talk, text me about last night, but.
1: I didn't know where we would fit this in this, joke. I'm still blown away by this. I'm just going
0: to bring it up here. So last night, late (laughs) in the evening, I'm just kind of scrolling through Twitter, half paying attention. I see Sky Clark tweet something, a picture of him and a guy, and the other guy was wearing Sky's Illini jersey. I saw the tweet, said something about Spider-Man, but honestly, I just, I wasn't paying attention. I didn't even think to consider who was actually in the picture. I just kept scrolling. And like two minutes later, I get a text from you sending me the tweet that Sky Clark tweets out. And the caption, the tweet says, much love to my big bro, Toby. Appreciate all the love and support. Hashtag Spider-Man. Hashtag Everyday Guys. And the picture is, of course, Sky Clark with Toby McGuire. Toby wearing a Illini 55 script Sky Clark white jersey. Like, just blew my mind. Like that's and for like a half hour last night, Illini Twitter was absolutely ablaze because everybody was like, "What the heck is going on?" Coleman Hawkins chimed in, like, "How the hell do you know Spider Man? Like, what's going on?" Uh, uh, I don't know what's going on. I'm sure there will be questions asked at some point. What's sort of how this relationship has happened? My guess is that Tobey Maguire and Sky Clark have just known each other. Would be my guess. I don't know how. How? Uh, I don't know. I have no clue uh but either way it was really cool to see that last night uh definitely caught my attention after you sent it to me it didn't catch my attention the first time i just wasn't paying that much attention to it uh and then i i opened the picture i'm like wow that is actually toby mcguire so if you haven't but, seen it already i'm sure you have if you're listening to this because you're probably an Illinois basketball fan but go check it out on twitter it's pretty funny
1: how close can they really be when he misspells toby's name
0: yeah i know that's, that's true too <laughs> I didn't think about that. yeah yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. I, I cannot, um, I
1: cannot wait until the media get to ask Sky Clark because I know Joey or Jeremy, I know Joey, Jeremy, Brett, someone of the Illini beat writers will ask, okay, what's going on here? I would love knowing for to Joey. Asked, so Sky, knowing if you're listening, Joey Wagner's, have fun.
0: knowing Joey Wagner's taste and <laughs> lack of movies, uh, I don't even know if he knows who Toby McGuire is. So. <laughs> uh he won't listen to this so that's fine um but yeah that was kind of cool i just, <laughs> we saw that last night and like what the heck's happening so we will eventually learn more about this so um all right question of the week or what do you think um last week was um that, that wasn't the juan soto question right those cards that's trade week? deadline grade oh i forgot about that
1: <laughs> i forgot what our question even was did we even post that craig I posted it, yeah. Okay. Logan's been slacking. <laughs> Logan has been the question of the week Twitter guy. He's been slacking. so yeah, I posted I've the been question. slacking.
0: I don't um, even remember it. I'll be
1: honest. <laughs> I think we got close to 100 votes and B, yeah. We got 89 votes. There's still 21 hours left if you want to vote on this poll. Um, 89 votes. Uh, the Yes. Listeners give the Cardinals trade deadline a B, 47.2%, which I agree with. Uh, a only got 5.6 percent, C got 30.3, D or worse, got 16.9. So, I would give it a B as well. Excuse me,
0: that's what I gave it. Um, I would agree, I think that's the answer. I think there's still some questions about some of the decisions they made, but uh, either way, thanks to those of you that did so vote the first, for us. First week of it, I'm looking great,
1: attention. yeah, Quintana and then what happened? Quality start and Jordan Montgomery, a uh one hitter through five i mean Mm -hmm. can't ask for much better than that so so far it's been an a but we'll see here in a month or two uh we did not come up with the question for this week so we're gonna do it no we didn't i was
0: literally about to put you on the (laughs) spot so now you're gonna put me on the spot (laughs) what should our question be should we be doing something are we ready are we ready to get into football or is this time do we We need to ask another
1: basketball question no we, we can do football or baseball. Uh, I, I say football. Do the Illini win more or yeah. less games than they did last year? Oh, oh! You're just gonna go straight into Illini wins, huh? I mean, that's not. That's just a over under. That's not like okay. a specific. I, I have no idea. Right. We've got. Let's do it. Three more. We've got. After this, we've got two more episodes before the season starts. So let's
0: do it. Let's get it started. The question of the week this week, or the what do you think will the Illini football team finish with more than? Less than or equal to the number of wins they had last season, which was how five. many? Five, five and seven, four, five, five. So will they finish with more wins than five, less than five, or five? Those will be our three options. We'll have that up on Twitter. Uh, hopefully, I remember uh, to do it later this week. Um, <laughs> but if not, Craig will because he remembers things and I don't. We'll talk a little bit more line night football here shortly, but let's start with uh, Major League Baseball. Uh the first thing though before we get to cards and cubs is the the sad news that did come last week. Um uh, that Vin Scully, legendary voice of the Los Angeles Dodgers, uh passed away. Um sad sad news throughout baseball. Uh, I believe your post, your tweet, or something was the first thing I saw about it when I woke up the next morning. Um obviously caught off guard. Vin hadn't called a game since I believe 2016. Was 17. his last season behind the mic? Was it 17? I think it was uh, his last season behind the mic for the Dodgers. Um, obviously a really sad day. Uh, Vin Scully was well, uh, beloved by all of baseball, all of the sports world. He, you know, base, he wasn't just a baseball broadcaster. He had done, uh, football and, and several other sports. Um, but he was, you know, for our generation, especially, you know, mostly for being, being the voice of the Dodgers doing TV, doing radio. Um, just, just a legend, an absolute legend, um, that that we lost this week, a lot of tributes throughout all of the world of sports. Uh, the Dodgers especially, uh, had a lot of tributes for him. I know they were doing a lot of stuff on the national TV broadcast. They had the Sunday night game against the Padres and they were doing stuff there and they had a pregame thing earlier in the week for him, uh, moments of silence tribute, solid grouse, baseball, the, the Cubs showed his um, seventh inning stretch from several years back uh, during a game or two uh, this past week. So uh, yeah, that's definitely uh, a very sad day for, for baseball, the passing of Vince Scully. Uh, I mean, do you have a lot of, you know, memories or connections to, you know, him as a broadcaster? I mean, I think like for me personally, like I've always known who he was, but it's mm-hmm. not like I was watching or listening to a lot of Dodger games as a kid. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't like super, I wasn't staying up late to watch them and that type of thing. So yeah, I've always, I've known who he was. Um, and I knew what kind of a broadcaster he was and I've heard him call games, but it, I didn't exactly have, you know, that strong of a connection to
1: him just maybe as my, our, our generation, but I didn't know if you felt any differently about it. No. Uh, and you were right. His last year was 2016 before I, uh, before I take credit for being right when I was wrong. Uh, 2016 was his last year. Um, I think he he's more of like a... kind of like a Magic Johnson, maybe? Like early Michael Jordan. Like we know yeah. and we saw some of him, but we didn't know the full extent of how great he was because we're just a little too young. Honestly, when I hear his voice, the first thing I think of is MVP baseball. He was the announcer for MVP Baseball 04 or 05. You're right. When I I I hear his voice, I immediately go to those video games from my young high school days, uh, the baseball video games. So um, that's what I remember him most as. But I think we all know his legend, his lore, especially this week after seeing all of it, like his call of Kirk Gibson's – uh, in a season so improbable the impossible has happened It's just such a perfect line for that moment um he was just so and i mean to think he was the dodgers broadcaster when they left brooklyn to go to la he called jackie robinson's games like he was friends with jackie robinson um his call of hank aaron's record-breaking home run was incredible it's just like Everything he did was awesome, and he knew exactly how to do the the job. I mean, he sixty-seven years doing the same thing. Sixty-seven years. I told Christy this the other day. She's been watching all this stuff with me. She's, of course, not as attached to him as I was. But can you imagine going to the same job for sixty-seven years? But if there was one job that you would want to do for sixty-seven years, I think it would be go to the ballpark one hundred sixty-two times a year. (laughs) So it's not that bad of a job, but I mean, just incredible. I mean, the goat gets thrown around all the time, but I really do think this is one instance where this was the goat of sports broadcasting. I don't think there's anyone else in, in that tier with him. Yeah. I mean, he did, he did golf. He did uh, football. He was on the call of the catch Dwight Clark. Yep. Um, joe montana dwight clark he was on the call for that like he just i believe did he was on the call well. for the
0: the bill buckner it was on uh, the call thing. for buckner yep the two yep so
1: yeah yeah. so yeah. It, it was tough to see i think we all kind of knew it was coming he was getting old but um it's also one of those things where i'm glad he stepped away when he did and didn't try to extend his career when he really didn't need to yeah. um there are certain broadcasters that do that but i'm i'm glad he stepped away and but sad that he's gone
0: I'm i'm with you i i do wish and i know it was they had asked him to i i do wish he had come back and and did a little of the couple some of the world series um Mm -hmm. after that when the dodgers were in it um i know he was asked fox reached out to him and wanted him to come on the broadcast um he, he chose not to which you know that's his choice and you know I'm happy for him to make his decision, but uh, obviously, as a fan, I think a lot of people would have liked to have seen that, heard that, uh, you know, one last time after he'd already retired from from the Dodgers. But to come back and and do a few innings or something would have been would have been cool. Would have been nice to see. But uh, yeah, tragic loss for the world of baseball. Definitely going to be missed um, by a lot of people. Um, he's he's just he's the greatest to ever do it. I mean, he's an absolute legend and. Um he's will never that 67 years that'll never be touched. Like that's no. just that's like Cal Ripkin. I mean it's just nobody's gonna do
1: that. Nobody works that long anymore. Um I mean, because you have to start when you're 22 or 25 when he yeah. did. And you have
0: to you're go until you're 80. Yeah, yeah. And that's not happening anymore. Yeah. So yeah. especially to be in one job. So yeah. uh yeah, tragic loss for for baseball, Vince Gully will be missed. Um and uh yeah, just a lot of, a lot of sadness there, but moving on with, with the Dodgers, they got a good team. So a lot of going to be a lot of chances to, you know, uh, remember him this season. There's going to have a lot of opportunities to do that. So, all right, let's talk a little cards, Cubs, uh, before we move on to Illinois football. Um, Cardinals are playing well. That's been uh, a <laughs> nice stretch. Uh, nice stretch there for the Redbirds. Um, this, the sweeping the Yankees, like, and that's a good Yankees team. Like, what's happening in St. Louis right now? Like, is this I mean I'll is be this, it. are
1: they making the run? Like, what's happening? I'll like, be it. Yankees were without John Carlos Stanton and Anthony Rizzo. Neither of them played in either of the three games. So uh, they were without two of their best players. But um yeah, I I don't know. The the crazy thing is they did it. It was a three game series. And all three games were different. They did it three different ways. Friday night was a late inning comeback. I think they made the comeback in the seventh. The last three innings for sure is when they made the comeback. Saturday was a one to nothing shutout. A two hitter on the Yankees. And then Sunday was a 12 to nine just slugfest. So I think that's the most impressive part of the sweep is that it was three completely different games um, and Sunday you beat the Yankees at what the Yankees do. You outslugged them 12 to nine. Uh, that was the game that Wayno was pitching. So you would expect that to be kind of low scoring and quick, but it took like six hours for a nine inning game, 12 to nine. So um, the trade acquisitions pitched great. Quintana a, a quality start on uh, Friday, I believe. I think he pitched Friday or did he pitch against the, I think he pitched Friday.
0: I don't think he pitched against the Cubs.
1: Uh, now I'm getting my days mixed up. But Quintana was good. I do know that. And Jordan Montgomery went five innings, one hit, and he only left because he was cramping up. Um, He had some leg cramps uh, against his former team. So the two trade acquisitions were great. Paul DeYoung has been hitting the ball really well. Um, He he hit a bottom of the eight three-run home run yesterday that if he had not hit, that game would have gone to the bottom of the ninth because the Yankees, it put the Cardinals up by four, but the Yankees scored one in the ninth to get it to three. So if Young doesn't hit that home run, we're going to the bottom bottom of the ninth and maybe extra innings. So it's uh, it's clicking right now, um, and I, I don't know if they can keep it up, but I remember what they did last year. They won 17 in a row to get into the playoffs from September 11th to October, whatever it was, second, I don't know, something like that. Um, now, this is not 17, this is seven, but they are in the lead in NL Central because the Brewers' front office completely screwed over that team. So we'll see what happens.
0: Does this mean you're predicting they're going to go on that kind of run again? Is that, no. what <laughs> Come on. is that what you're saying?
1: They At the All-Star break, there were um, people looking, and the Cardinals did have the easiest second-half schedule in the entire Major League Baseball. So... There are opportunities there, but I don't foresee a 17-game win streak. Those only come around every, once every – well, that was the longest the Cardinals had ever had, so I don't see one of those coming. But they're in uh, Colorado now, so they could get a couple more.
0: Well, even before that uh, Yankee series, he had to get through the, um, the Cubs who were just stumbling over their own feet. So uh, you didn't have to worry about much for that series.
1: Um, are, but we that's great. You know now? are we still talking Cardinals? Cause no, I'm
0: still talking Cardinals. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm just, I'm happy for you, man. You know, go get, go get yourself another ring. You know, you have enough already. Just, just keep, no, I don't either. Um, that there's too many teams that are much better than them in baseball. Uh, but I've seen Cardinal magic before. So, um, one of these. Yeah. One of
1: those. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That's, that's great. Great, happy for you and your replica ring. Um, (laughs) hey, how do you know this is replica? Okay, you want to see mine? I have a uh, Daytona Cubs League Championship ring and a South Bend Cubs League Championship ring.
1: Daytona Tortugas, right? Daytona,
0: yes. Now the Tortugas, formerly the Cubs. Um, but yeah, I mean the Cardinals, they are what they are. Uh, The Brewers aren't. They don't know what they're doing either. So the Cardinals keep playing like this. They're they should be fine getting out of the division. Um, But good luck going up against any number of teams in the playoffs. Jacob deGrom is back. So Uh, boy, um, is he (laughs) boy is he several weeks too late for my fantasy team, but he is, he is very much back, very much back. Um, Let's see what else you talked about the, you mentioned the, on the thing, the largest crowd. Is that, that's a thing. That was the largest
1: crowd ever. Saturday At was the Bush. largest crowd ever, more than any World Series game, more than, than the 2009 All-Star game. The, the It was announced the largest crowd in Bush Stadium 3 history. Saturday That's night.
0: because Matt Carpenter was back? Or a <laughs> bite hey, well <laughs> of Matt
1: Carpenter being <laughs> Very well could be. I mean, uh, from an outsider's perspective, from a Cubs fan, is it overkill? Like, is that annoying for you when the Cardinals fans do that? Three games in a row, they give Carpenter a standing ovation, his first at-bat. Like, is that warranted or is that too much? I mean,
0: I think when Anthony Rizzo comes back, it might get similar treatment. Um, I don't know that every former player would, and I'm not sure. Matt Carpenter, I mean, he did a lot for that team. Um, Never
1: won World Series. May- went to a couple. Never yeah, won series, I mean, never it's won pro- I mean, it's
0: probably a little overkill, but like it doesn't really bother me like whatever okay. seems okay. to be beloved there. So I just I, mean, I
1: know that like Cardinals fans call themselves the best fans in baseball. And I do think we as fans are pretty knowledgeable and, and towards the top, but do you think it that, was overkill. I, well, I no. if it was every at bat. Yes, but since it was just the first at bat, I think. There, it's, it's, different not group the same, of, it's different it's people. It's not the same people. Yeah, exactly. So you pe- give him people. one moment. But I just know that certain other fan bases, and I think most fan bases in general, scoff at the Cardinals fans because they think they're the best and they think they know it all. So I'm always curious what other fan bases think when like, Cardinals fans do something like that. No,
0: that in particular doesn't bother me. Um if, if I were to go back to Wrigley Field and it was the first time I'm seeing insert traded player away here yeah i'm probably going to do the same thing whether or not it's his first time back or not um so no i i don't think it's that ridiculous um you know he's probably not going to come back there for a while maybe ever if, yeah, maybe um ever. so he might be done so um no i don't i don't think it's ridiculous at all okay. in my opinion
1: i am ha- I, uh, and just he- to get this out there too i'm so happy to see him doing what he's doing yeah i mean absolutely. he was there until the last couple of years of his Cardinals tenure, he was maybe my favorite player on that team from when Pujols and holiday, when they left, he was probably my favorite player. So I'm, I'm happy that he's doing what he's doing. I don't know that he can keep it up for the rest of the year, but it's been fun to watch him every day, get a notification, Matt Carpenter home run, Matt Carpenter home run. So I do want to get that out there.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, as a Cub fan, I never liked the guy, uh, naturally for obvious reasons. Him and his damn salsa. Um, I
1: forgot about but, the salsa. You know,
0: happy to. I'm glad you got your bobblehead.
1: Uh, I lost his bat. Heard, Don't, I have a.
0: Doesn't I'm have sorry. a bat. I have a Kike. I have a Kike Hernandez bobblehead over here. I got two of them. Do you want one? You a
1: Kike fan? Kike from Kike, Dodgers. Or it's a Red, Red Sox?
0: Sox. It's a Red Sox Kike bobblehead. I got oh, two of them because you
1: were from. You were just up there.
0: Correct. That was the giveaway. I got two. Um, good for you. Good for Matt Carpenter. Glad that he's back. Um, <clears throat> anything else Cardinal related? I don't have a lot to talk about with the Cubs. Um, I don't I think, think we're, so. I think we're, we're well good. past the um, the trade deadline stuff. I know we talked, I kind of talked about it um, at the moment that it happened. I hadn't really talked about it much since then. Um, I, I will say this, and I'll, I'll I'll end this. I won't talk about this anymore. I and I, I tweeted this out a few days ago. I don't, I had, after what happened last year, I had kind of gotten off of the extend Wilson Contreras train um, just because I just saw what they did with players last year. They didn't seem to be, be making any progress on it. Um, now, after what happened at the trade deadline with you not trading Wilson Contreras, uh i think they need to i think something needs to happen there um i think they need to to work on bringing him back um long term i the problem is that i don't think he's a catcher long term i don't think he's a or if he is he's probably not more than a backup catcher long term but i think he's a very valuable bat you can play at a couple different positions and i think he could dh for you so um I just think, I think that needs to start being more of a discussion within the front office, but that's the last I'll say of that.
1: Uh, the I other thing that's why news... he didn't get traded though. Cause he's a catcher and you don't want to mess with it the is. system. Yeah,
0: It is. He's not a good enough defensive catcher for a team to bring in and disrupt the flow of their rotation. Yeah. And as good as his bat is, I don't know that. The, the Cubs probably wanted too much for him for what most teams saw as a DH and a backup catcher. And I mean, both things can be true. I mean, both things, both things can be fair in that situation. I don't think that, I mean, yes, I do think the Cubs probably regret not trading him, and not getting something for him. But I think that Jed wanted to stand his ground too and say that, you know, this is what he's worth and, and all that stuff. So that's what I, I do think that is the next step. I do think they will offer him a qualifying offer and then he'll probably take it. And then hopefully they can figure out a long-term thing, but his long-term thing is not going to be as a full-time catcher. Uh, let's just, I mean, he's already dropped dropped from that now. I mean, they got young gomes. They're carrying three catchers. Yeah. Wilson was only, he's only catching part of the time anyway. So, um, the other big Cubs news today—I don't know if you saw this. Did you? Did you see what the Cubs did today? Who they claimed off of the uh, the waiver wire, Fran Mill Reyes, former um, Indian slugger who has Guardians. been absolutely a tr- Guardians. Excuse me. Well, he was an Indian at the time uh, when he was a slugger for them. Uh, since he's, <laughs> he's a not guardian. a slugger
1: for the Guardians, <laughs> no,
0: he's not a slugger for the Guardians. He's been awful. Uh, the Guardians DFA'd him. A couple days ago, not seen this. and the Cubs, the Cubs claimed him. So, Ramil okay. Reyes is now a Chicago Cub. Uh, we'll see what the, we'll see what the corresponding move is. If that's a DFA of somebody like a Frank Schwindel, or who knows? Everybody wants it to be Jason. What does Haley. he play? We is he outfielder? Outfielder, DH. I'm not sure where he fits into the Cubs right now, but you know, whatever. Has um, he played any first? No, no, they, he's not. They might take the opportunity to figure out if he can um okay but, i don't uh, I'm already starting... No, i don't either i think that the argument against it is that there's some other younger guys that they would like to see get more at get more at bats and i think he's just going to eat into that um but whatever it doesn't really cost you much money and if he works out for you great if not you just cut him at the end of the year he hit 30 um, bombs last year yeah he was great last year and he was their middle of the order guy and he's just been awful this year so um so, yeah, I thought that he just played for the Red today. Sox.
1: He has never played for the Red Sox. I don't know who I'm thinking of.
0: Franchi Cordero. Franchi Cordero. Is that who it, you're might, it? Might be Franchi. I don't know why that came yeah. up. Um, yeah, but yeah, he's a Fran Mill is now a Cubs. So that's okay. That's fun. I've already started looking ahead towards the off season and what's next for the Cubs because there are yeah I saw Bleacher around about yeah about Ken Rosenthal. I've heard multiple yeah reports and GMs that say the Cubs are going to land one of the four big shortstops this offseason we thought that last year too but the, I know uh but the Cubs have also had an emergence of uh Nico Horner who has been a great
1: great on at the plate team. and a
0: great defensive shortstop too so uh we'll see but that's kind of where I'm at baseball wise like whatever bring me give me the postseason and let me watch good baseball games that don't include the Cubs and um move on from that so um, all right, anything else baseball-related we need to talk about? Did you watch any of the the Dodgers-Padres series? I was thinking the Padres would be a little more
1: um, ready to
0: compete with the Dodgers, but after this weekend, I'm not entirely sure.
1: Yeah, uh, a sweep, wasn't it? Was it a sweep, or did they I take one? So. I uh, guess I, I didn't actually the... see what happened
0: on Sunday. I watched part of the game on Sunday, but I didn't see the end.
1: Yeah, game. I watched the first hour Sunday and then turned on Big Brother. Um, I watched the Juan Soto interview. Uh, while he was in the field and then uh, turned on Big Brother. Uh yeah, I, Big Brother. There was something else I was going to say but I can't remember. Um Yeah, I still think Dodgers, Mets, Padres or one of those three is going to go to the World Series from the NL. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Don't count out the Braves, but I agree. I think it's one of those three. Yeah. Um So, all right. We'll move on from baseball. Um a little bit of line football news this week. Uh they were able to flip a commit, um Zachary Toby, uh who was originally committed verbally committed to play at North Carolina. Uh it was announced this week that he has actually flipped his commitment and now is planning to come to Illinois. He's a defensive back, a three-star uh recruit. Um I mean it's just it's just Brett Beal getting another win, getting another W. We'll see, you know, how these things translate on the field, but anytime you get news like this, it's obviously, you know, nice to hear North Carolina's a, a good football program. Um so anytime you're able to to steer somebody away from something like that is is a nice W to get. Um, you know, it's it's nice to see that type of stuff. Do you know much about this
1: guy? Not a ton. I know that um I think it might have come down to North Carolina and Illinois initially. Um Sounds right. When he when he made his first commitment, but I did read the article he tweeted out, I think it was like USA Today or whatever, that that he committed in an article. And he said, you know, I just went to bed every night thinking, you know, if tomorrow was signing day, would I be happy with my decision? And he's like, Finally I realized I couldn't fight it. And no, I wouldn't. So um I think that says a lot about the culture that Brett Bielma has built that a guy's like, I really want to go feel more comfortable uh, going to Illinois. Um, I do believe they have one of his high school teammates committed as well. Yes. Calvin Smith is an edge guy uh, also committed to Illinois. So he's got a high school teammate also coming uh, to Illinois, but uh, yeah, I I like the direction that Brett Bielema has things going. Um, Four of their top five commits for this class are defensive commits. The other one is Caden Fagan, the four-star from Arthur who is listed as an athlete. I think they're going to have him at running back, but if running back doesn't work out, he's could play probably linebacker or he's six three two twenty one, So, uh, a big body there. So I, I like where things are going. Um, can't have too many in the defensive backfield. So another safety, um, two of the top four are safeties now for the class um, and they're going to lose quite a bit. So it's a a position that's going to need rebuilt here after this season. So uh, I think it's a pretty, I think it's a pretty big one. He's the fourth ranked fourth, highest ranked commit of the class. So it's not like some throw in for the end of the class. It's your 17th out of 20th ranked. This is a, this is a top four commit for the class. So it's, I think it's a big deal, especially flipping him from a program that is, Last year, I think they were preseason top ten. I know they didn't live up to expectations, but uh, a program that's starting to gain some national relevance again, and and Mac Brown, who's a Hall of Fame coach, to steal him from there is a pretty big deal. Yeah,
0: I think he had originally offers from like Arkansas, Iowa, Iowa State, a lot of other programs too. But um, yeah, it's a it's a big get. Six two defensive back uh, from Florida. Um, yeah, it's it's a big get, It's a big seal to get somebody like that, and they're just building. They're, they're just trying to build a program that, that they want to compete and hopefully, uh, you know, that leads to, to good things this year. So we are just over two weeks away from uh, the, the Illini's week zero uh, kickoff against Wyoming. That game is on the 27th. We will be doing a Big Ten and uh, NCAA preview coming up here in the next week or two. Um, so we'll talk more Illini football then. Um, but that is the biggest news to come out of Champagne this week, other than Sky Clark being friends with Toby McGuire. Um <laughs> Toby, let's McGuire, see. Zach,
1: Toby. Ah, a lot of Tobys this week. See what,
0: see what you <laughs> did there. Uh, college football. The uh, the coaches poll came out um, today. Uh, not a lot of surprises to start the season. Alabama was at the top. Um, I don't have the list in front of me, but I remember. Uh, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, and Notre Clemson. Dame. I think was the top yep. five. Am I right? That's one through five. Yep. Boom. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, Notre Dame. Uh, Michigan six, A and M seven, Utah eight, Oklahoma nine, and Baylor ten. Any shockers there? Anything you're surprised by?
1: Anybody uh, want to see take, in did you see number eighteen? Number eighteen, Texas, was Is there the anything- dollar sign. Sorry, no. Did this, um, is there anything next to him on the list you're looking at?
0: No, because they
1: got today. a first place vote.
0: Oh, oh, I do see that. Oh, <laughs> I didn't scroll that far over.
1: Huh. Steve Sarkeesian throwing himself a first place vote. Of course. <laughs> I, don't that I don't know that that's. I don't know that that's who knows. voted for them first, but someone voted Texas first, and they mm-hmm. ended up 18th. Good so for that. that's what stuck out to me of the whole poll. I mean. I don't...
0: Alabama had 54 first place votes, Ohio State
1: had five, Georgia had six, and Texas had one. I think it's a pretty clear top three <laughs> looking at the poll. Alabama, yeah. Ohio State and yeah. GA. I think it's pretty yeah. clear. Um, let's see. Now, I don't. Nothing else surprises me. Houston 25, I don't know a whole lot about them, but uh, NC State 13 is a little bit of a shock. I know people are high on them, but that seems a little high. It'll work. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it'll all work itself out. One of these teams in the top 25 is going to go below 500 or about 500. And then there are going to be four or five teams that aren't in the poll that are going to finish top 15. So that's just the way it is. Preseason polls don't mean a whole lot to me. Should they? No. Do they ever? No. But
0: Um, yeah, I'm to talk about. Absolutely. It's something to put on podcasts. Um. All right we as i said we'll have more college football stuff coming up um probably in next future week. probably next week yep yeah, as next we get a little closer a
1: heavy and then the week for prior or the week after that it'll be very heavy too yep
0: a lot of football coming up uh but we'll move on from that uh real quickly nfl uh, preseason got underway last week raiders and jags playing in the hall of fame game in canton uh raiders in a very no one cares fashion win over the jags uh, you did watch the game, you said. So, did. what, what were, did you have any takeaways other than the final score? Not winning you money?
1: Uh, Josh Jacobs played like the whole first half or the whole game, which I thought was very weird. Devontae yeah. Adams didn't play, Derek Carr didn't play, Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne didn't play. Like, and Josh Jacobs, your starting running back, takes a bulk of the snaps. That was a little interesting. Um, no, I mean, I wasn't really paying too much attention. I just loved having football on my screen, live football on my TV screen. So no, nothing, nothing blew me away or I don't have any takeaways from the game. I just am happy that from now until the Super Bowl, we have football every weekend. Biggest
0: takeaway for me is I'm glad that Matthew Barry found a landing spot. Yeah, Matthew Barry, formerly yeah. of ESPN, is now with NBC, so... It's kind of weird to see him on the NBC
1: pregame show, but um, yeah,
0: talented Mr. Roto.
1: Did uh, you see? I know we're off college. Did you see the college game day Maria Taylor replacement? No, name's Jess Sims. She's a Peloton instructor and also like a. I'm sorry. Game day, what game day host or reporter for the New York Liberty? That's who Game Day is replacing uh, Maria Taylor with.
0: Didn't see that at all, but okay. Good for mm-hmm. Jess Sims.
1: Yeah, I, it's a name I had never heard. I don't have a Peloton.
0: You're blowing my mind with this. WNBA, but... Interesting. Yeah.
1: Huh. Maria Taylor, okay. though. Maria Taylor is like the future. Yeah. She's, She's gotten good. so much better. When she first replaced Aaron Andrews, I was like, ooh little rough but her progression is incredible she's so good behind the desk and in the field now yeah
0: she's talented uh all right anything else in the world of sports that we need to talk about football basketball baseball hockey soccer tennis golf track and field swimming diving no i mean i could
1: talk golf but you can. Do you want to? The nah. floor is
0: yours, my friend.
1: No, we got 15 minutes left. We got something oh. else we need to talk about. We do.
0: Sadly. Uh minutes before we started the show, we did learn yeah. of the passing of Olivia Newton John. Uh that's sad. Um Olivia Newton John, as Craig and I talked about before we started, uh, was you know, Greece was a thing for both of us growing up. Uh, there's a thing in my house there's apparently a thing for craig it's a movie that i've watched countless times um to be honest with you i don't have a lot of familiarity with her outside of the movie *Grease*. uh i i mean i i know of her i know some things she's done but uh most of my knowledge of of olivia newton john is is from uh the role of sandy uh, a very iconic role sandy. obviously sandy playing opposite of john travolta uh love *Grease*. it's as i said it's one of my favorites um so sad to see her passing she did have a 30-year battle with breast cancer yeah um so you know it's unfortunate um but yeah we just saw that literally seconds before we started recording this show so um thoughts to those uh close to her and everything um that's sad caught me off guard caught you off guard were you surprised yeah honestly yeah Didn't i that, mean huh?
1: I know I mean right before we went on like you said it the news broke and so I did a little bit of, I read one article that said she had battled for 30 years and she was pretty I don't know if vocal was the right word but she was she wasn't private about her battle with breast cancer Um, but it's it's not something you go around advertising like she had set up a foundation for it and she had battled it for 30 years but yeah like I I didn't know. I don't know that the general public knew, but she was very uh, supportive of finding cures and supporting people who were battling through it. Um, yeah, the only thing that I know her from really is Greece and, um, physical. I think that was her other song. Let's get physical. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Did she act in anything else that we would know? I'm sure she did.
0: Not that I've not much that I've seen. Um, i was gonna say here uh yeah it was posted on her instagram and her facebook and, and such um but i just saw john travolta's comments which i was going to read but i actually wanted to verify that it was actually him and not somebody just making this up oh uh, yeah because you know i can't Good actually call. find it so i'm not actually gonna read it but either way uh really sad um she was yeah love greece love that movie um listen to that soundtrack a lot so
1: yeah probably watch it tonight actually
0: yeah that's probably a probably a good call so uh okay before we get off this thing anything else you want to talk about you want to talk about big brother do you want to talk about uh any other movies or tv shows you've watched or been watching i'll tell you i did not get caught up on anything this week i have a ton of movies that have been out recently that i have not gotten to um so it's been been a little behind so i'm uh Hopefully going to get out to see a couple things this week that I need to see. Um, But yeah, how about you?
1: I don't know what it is. And this is like a old grandpa, get off my yard type of thing. But (laughs) what is it with people on these reality shows just acting like babies when things don't go their way? Like Some you're of, you're all a, of these people
0: that you're referring to are older than you, man. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that is true. I know exactly
1: here, here you who you're referring to. Yeah, and older than you. That's true. So. That's very true. But like you're pl- you're in a game show. Yeah. If you're, it's like, easy. It's easy for us to watch uh, this and
0: and think that way. And I think this, I think that all the time too. But I also know that if I was in that situation, like you don't know how you'd act i mean it's it's a petri dish i mean it's just a bunch of people just going back and forth and yeah i mean some people don't react to things well but uh yeah in case you're unaware craig and i are discussing big brother um that's uh i think that's the focal point of what he's referring to and this past week with nicole's eviction and and daniel uh, kind of throwing a little bit of a hissy fit. And I don't, it might've been strategic. So sometimes people I don't do that so. stuff in strategic, but I don't know that it was strategic with him. I, I think it was just, he was just having an attitude about it and whatever. I mean, he lost his best ally in the house and he was clearly uh, on the wrong side of the vote and was, I don't think he was blindsided. I think he knew she was going home, but I don't think he was. I don't know his whole plea to Alyssa about throwing her a pity vote. Like, I don't think that Alyssa needs to throw her a pity vote. Like, Alyssa knows Nicole's going home, so she doesn't need to be on the wrong side of
1: the vote. Like, right. you don't
0: need to be doing that. Um, but yeah, it, it's been it an ties, interesting season.
1: It ties into my survivor um, gripe that, and it's happened the last couple of seasons, that the ju- it's a jealous jury. And I don't know that it has been with, big brother i feel like they've got the winner correct at least last year for sure um but the last couple seasons of survivor it's a jealous jury who don't vote for the best player they vote for who didn't wrong them or didn't didn't screw people over i'm like that's part of the game like you have to realize what you're going into the house or going to the island to do and it's so annoying yep uh, anyways, uh the terminal was... list is great. Oh, by the way. Yep. I heard we have two I've episodes heard. I have left, not watched, but that. it is fantastic. Amazon Prime, uh Chris Pratt, Constance Wu, um the boomerang from Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. He is in it, the actor that plays that. Um but yeah, we have two episodes left, might watch one tonight, maybe finish it tonight. I don't know. But um that's fantastic. I don't think there's anything else we've watched, but go ahead.
0: I big brother back to that real quick. I remember on this show last year saying something along the lines of they need to do something about all the back door. They're the back door has just become too much of a prominent thing. It's just a regular thing now. It's like it's just that's just how they do it. Everything is a back door. And I said that last year, hoping that they would, you know, realize that and eventually, like, do something to start to correct it. But what I realized last night while watching Sunday's show is that this whole be- Festy Besty twist, I think, has only made it worse because they don't have a choice. Like, if they don't want Daniel to play in the in the POV, then when you're when you have a team of three players that you have to nominate all three players. Like it just, I don't know. It just that they're clearly not doing anything to to better that situation. Maybe they don't care. Maybe that's, maybe I'm just the only one that's annoyed by this, but I just feel like the back door has just become the way to get people out. And I, it's cool for drama. Don't get me wrong. I, I enjoy the blind sides and that type of stuff. But like from a gameplay perspective, I don't know that it really helps.
1: I meant to ask you last week about the Bestie and what you thought of them playing as teams now. I didn't love it initially, I don't think i care for it anymore and i still don't think i care for it but i don't hate it as much as i thought i initially was going to
0: yeah i'm with you um i think it's because of i think because of that leftover alliance that formed it's kind of muted it uh they figured out how to use it to their advantage and they're just rolling with it um yeah i didn't love it either i don't know how long it'll last uh but i i don't mind it now i'm kind of already used to it so um it's not my favorite twist they've done it but can't last much longer I, right no no it won't um but um yeah i mean i i don't i don't hate it i've seen them do worse twists on that show so um i've been fine with it Otev um, this week oh Otev, Otev yeah two days Otev. i'm excited Excited. All right, Craig, anything else you want to talk about before we shut this thing down? I don't think so. I'm going to tell you what I did. I did pull the trigger on something that I said I wasn't going to do. And it's just because to buy the I just, show. I just want the updated rosters, man. <laughs> it, it went on sale. So it went on sale a few weeks ago on PlayStation Store, and I didn't do it. I'm like no, I'm still not paying for this. I'll wait till it's even cheaper, and then it went back up to the full sixty dollars or whatever. I'm like, I'm not buying this. Well, it went on sale again, and now it's like forty or thirty, whatever it was. Um, I just want the updated rosters. I've I'm- still been messing around with last year's game, and I just want the updated rosters. I know that the game hasn't changed, and it's just going to piss me off, and I'm going to regret spending the $30 or whatever I just paid to buy this game. But I just want the updated rosters. That's it. I want to now be able to put Fran Mel Reyes on the Cubs and have all the rest of the players with at least somewhat accurate ratings and rosters. And that's all I'm doing it for. That's literally the only... I'm still just going to play franchise mode. I'm still going to do the same shit that I've been doing. But to me, that's worth it because I'm going to spend a lot of time messing around with it and whatever. I didn't pay the full 50 or $60. I only paid like 30 And we'll go with that.
1: So I'll be honest. I've been playing the hell out of that game the last three weeks. I'm happy for you because it it's popping up on my TikTok. People playing it, and I came across one that taught me how to scout and like I actually never use it. Scout. I I mean, it's always been auto, but
0: I have not gotten into. I've not stumbled into MLB The Show TikTok. That's interesting. I should probably find my way into that world.
1: There was like four or five guys that rebuilt. The Nationals, like they did the Juan Soto trade, and they did like the Nationals, or they were the Padres, or or something like that. So one of them gave me tips on how to scout, and it's I've just been rebuilding. Like I rebuilt the Mariners, and we won two World Series in six seasons. Um, I'm working on the Rays right now, and I got to figure something out because. I got fired or I, I wasn't able to renew my contract with the Rays after three seasons. Yeah. I, so hate I, got... <laughs> I
0: forget to turn
1: that shit off. <laughs> yeah. So I got to go back and uh, replay the third season and make sure I hit the goal so I don't get fired. But um, I'm in a dilemma because Madden comes out in a week and I'm trying to save money here for a wedding. Hmm. And I'm, I'm in a dilemma if I get Madden this year or not. Normally I get Ooh. Madden in this show every year. And I'm in a dilemma if I. This pull is the where the penny
0: pinching comes into play. Penny pinching. No Madden, huh? Wow, very, very big of you. Maybe. Very big yeah. of you. We'll see. That's exciting. Well, I'm hope I'm happy for you um, that you're planning a wedding. Um, <laughs> I'm sad for you that you may not be able to buy Madden.
1: Still uh, no venue. Still no dates. Madden in a decade. So <laughs> nothing. Um, we have done nothing so far,
0: but. Yeah. Uh, how about the Yum Center? <laughs> Is that, that still anything, what it's called? Is it still the yum the center?
1: Yum center, yeah. Yeah. You should get married. No, there. we we have the venue that we want, but we're having trouble um ironing the details out. So I understand. I understand.
0: So, All right, let's wrap this thing up. Uh real quick, shout out, I didn't even mention it. You brought it up to me. I didn't even give my new nephew a shout out, I guess, on this show. So, shout out Bridges. He's like a month old now, and I still haven't given him a shout out. So, shout out Bridges. Can't wait to meet you this weekend. Uh, Shout out Coach Steve, who also got engaged recently. And And I got a nice little groomsman gift because Wanda is the best character in Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, and he knows it, and he won't acknowledge it, but he got me a Wanda pop figure. Uh, So, shout out Coach Steve. way
1: more ahead ahead of the game than I am jeez yeah
0: clearly you're you're behind the eight ball Uh, but yeah shout out Bridges shout out Coach Steve shout out Craig Uh, this has been episode three episode 65 I don't know how we're going to do this this is No One Asks Us follow us like us share us subscribe to us at No One Asks Us pod he's at Craig WHO I'm at The Logan Lee we'll see you next week toodles you really know how to close a show why not (laughs) just roll with it well i don't have as much you know the timer is not messing with me as much this time but just leave this all in it's just it's It's going in bye
1: as it should bye